Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. I started the social media podcast. <laughs> the fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD's back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started before them all. YKWD. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the bandana, man? Sorry. It's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. What's up, dude? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of You Know What, Dude, the first podcast. Everybody knows I started podcasting. It's a fact. And uh, I've been doing it for 15 years. I've been doing it here at the cellar uh, up uh, on the second floor. We started a little section over there. Now it's a studio. We're getting even bigger. But I'm telling you right now, to all the shows I've ever done, all the shows I've done, I'm very excited about today. Today is the day you tuned in at the right episode. Today, everything's going to change from this day forward because the guest I have is one of my close friends. I love him. I love him. I probably love him more than he loves me. But he's never been on my podcast Ever. I've had everybody on this show. I've had uh, uh, Don Rickles. I had Lucille Ball. Uh, I've had uh, Chappelle with Rock uh, and Will Smith at the same time. Never had this guy. So I'm very excited to have him on the show. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome my good friend, Mr. Louis C.K. What's up, buddy? How are you? How you doing, man? I do love you as much as you love me. Do you? Yeah, I might love you more. Why? Why? Why do you say that? I think you're you might have some insecurity feeling that makes it feel like you love me more. Like you feel the feeling of your love. Yes. More to you. Well, I actually because you have insecurity. I just wanted to hear you say it. But I just calmly love you more. You calmly love me. Yeah. I, I, I love confidently you. Confidently love you more. Yeah, I love you with a, like a, a nervous energy. That's right. Right. You love me. And with I love confidence. you with faith and calmness and right. certainty. Like a, like a real dad. That's right. Yeah. Instead of a stepdad. Yeah, right. That's right. Like, uh, yeah, I love you like a foster uh, kid. Did you like the present? Yeah, <laughs> I liked. We had Isn't that awful that people put that kind of pressure on kids, on little kids. Like, what? do you like? Do you like me? Do you like the present? Do you like what I like? Making an eight year old go like, it's okay, <laughs> you're fine. It's fine, you know. I I do do that. I I like fucking with Max. Well, you're a proper dad. You're not a stepdad. You're a real dad. Yeah, stepdads. I've had. I've had one bad one. That used to mm. beat me, and I had uh, that was very vicious. Yeah, which I can't even comprehend now. Having Max, it's crazy, isn't it? I couldn't like I've tried to visualize a little it. a little head. Yeah, for like hitting it for making a joke. I remember making a joke mm. and being smacked and going, "That's not your laugh." <laughs> and I still remember it to this day. When I laugh, I had somebody say, "That's, that's not your laugh." That's not your laugh. He said to me. It was uh, third grade, and he smacked me in the head because I went, because kids develop their laugh. Yeah. Max fakes laughs all That's the time. It's really weird because I remember my dad beating up my sister for laughing. Really? And it was the same, same thing. Because she was fake laughing. Like, what is that laugh? Yeah. Stop that. <laughs> and then she started crying. Yeah. He's like, oh, now don't cry. And so he beat her? 
Yeah. Naturally, it's the only thing left to do. I mean, it is the progression of it. Your kid does a cunty laugh. You, you got to cut it out. Then they cry. What do you got left? You got to kick the shit out of them. No, because they'll be the whole family. Yeah, hundred percent. Because they'll be, go through life. I mean, I get it. Being know. a cunty crier. Yeah, exactly. Who wants that? No, you have to make a choice. That's right. Before the show, people don't know this. That, well, I mean, it almost didn't happen. Um, I, I mean, this is a big episode. I told everybody, let's get out. Yeah, I got it. Let's do it. Make sure everything. I want to go. I literally said, I want to go at twelve. When he gets here, we go. Because I don't want to talk. I don't want to have little small talk. And I don't want to. It's 1220. Right. And he and, and of course, it didn't happen. Something. What happens when it. And I started to panic. And I've been working on my uh, anger and my, my you know, my frustration issues with people. Yeah. And you had said something. You said, you call me right down. What did I say? I don't remember. You said, uh, this happens. Yeah, because I directed movies and stuff. So you yeah. just sometimes you go, you're like in the middle, you're like, we got, and sometimes it's like when there's a chemistry, right? We got to go, we got to go. And they go, we're not, camera's down. And you just go, Oof. right? Oof. And you just shut down. You have to shut down emotionally. Yeah, you just go on pause. And then they do it. And then they do the thing. And you see people running around and everybody's upset. And there's one guy in the crew who has to do it, who's like usually the lowest on the. Right. And he's just trembling hands and he's trying to fix it. And yeah. everybody's staring at him like this. Yeah. And you just try to cool it down. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing, nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do about it. And it worked. I mean, these guys with Mush was sweating. Yeah. Um, I mean, really bad, like heart attack bad. Right. Max, little Max was panicking. Yeah. Um, here's what happens when that stuff happens. And I go, I want to know what's happening. Yeah. Nobody will talk to you. Nobody but will talk is, to you. What's going on, guys? And they don't want to talk to you because they're just trying to fix it. They shut so down. What you do is you have a conversation with them later and you say, that can't ha that can't happen. And they'll go, yeah, but it's because the cable was broken. You go, yeah, but why didn't you know that before? But don't yell at them. Yeah. Well, You're saying well, don't we, yell. No, you don't yell at them. You just talk to them, which is worse. It's like with your, fi with your father. Right. If your father screams at you, you just go, oh, this guy's a dick. Right. But if your father explains... <laughs> that you disappointed him yeah that this was unacceptable you just want to die inside it's a bet it's better yeah so if you want to hurt these guys talk to them later yeah okay uh and max really polite and you max, tell him why didn't you yeah. do a dry run like right. why didn't you know this problem before the second he walked in here what okay. were you doing when he was on his way here can we practice that? Like you be me and I'll be them? Yeah. So, okay, go ahead. So what happened? What, well, how come we didn't start at noon? I, do, you, so, do you remember? Excuse me. Yeah. Let's see. But like polite is worse. Oh. <laughs> excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. Do you mind? Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I don't know if you remember, but I said that we needed to start right at noon. Yep. Do you remember that? I do you remember that? Do you remember how important it was to me that I, we start right at noon? Yes, I do. Okay. And I didn't get that result. No. And I need you to know that that's super frustrating. I know. I, I, yes, I agree. So some, so then why did that happen? Why, why, my, why did my telling you how important it was not result in me getting what I needed? Can I go now? Yes. Oof, that hurt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that one hurt with the glass okay. and you paused. Somebody broke something. Excuse me? Somebody, there was something broke. Somebody broke something. They didn't fix it. Uh-huh. Who, did you break something? I did not. 
Okay. But did somebody in our team break something that didn't? I don't know. But somebody, yes. Okay. And when did you find that out? Right now. Yes. Well, so right before the show. So why did you find it out right before the show? I don't know. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you imagine what when I Oof. said to you? Oh, that hurt. I said to you, we need to start right at noon. Yeah. That was at what? 10 o'clock this morning? It was actually three days ago. Three days ago. Yeah. So you had time to make sure. I did. Did you do anything to make sure we started at noon? Or did you just have it in your head as an idea? No, I did everything. I did. Well, then you would have found out that the cable was broken before we started if you had checked everything because you knew how important it was. When I say things to you like we need to start right at noon, I need that to actually translate into like action on your part, not just like a yes, sir. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We understand. Each I other? do. I do. Yes, I understand. Okay, I really want to thank you for listening. Thank you. That's how you handle. It. Oof! Isn't that horrible? Thank you. At the yeah. end, oh, yeah. sucked. Yeah. That to thank torture. But I've never done that to anybody. No, <laughs> that's horrible. Look, I'm sweating. You've never. It's horrible. I'm going to do that to all you. It's fucking, horrible. You no, don't autistic. do that. Oh, I'm doing it to you. Just do your own. You know, make it your own. You oh, know? the thing, the, the fact that you <laughs> see, my thing is, what the fuck happened? Yeah, nobody, because everybody, can nobody, just, they, they can dismiss you. Yep, that, that you're right. Yeah, you know, anger. I've been working on my anger because I was given my anger. Yeah. At a young age. Right. That's how my stepdad did. My mother. It just, you snap. Yeah. You snap. It's like a Boston thing. Right. All my friends' moms, everybody I knew when I was a kid, yeah. it would start up Bobby, Bobby, Robert, Robert, get the fuck down here now. Everybody's late because of you, you fucking asshole. And I would just, uh, yeah. and I would come down. Right. And then later in life, you'd say, hey, can, come on, we got to go. We got to go. Dawn, we have, Dawn, we have to fucking go. Yeah. You know, it doesn't work. No. It fucking ends everything. No, it just shuts everything down. Yeah. And you want to have a goal when you're communicating, right? You want right. to be communicating for a reason. Sure. So like, if you want to punish people, you can just make them feel shitty, but they're not going <laughs> to perform better. No. So like the thing I just did is a joke. You can't yeah. really do that, but you do want to give that information to them. Oh, I and, and they will feel bad, but the team gets better. Because what you start to tell them, because you got to tr train people, you know? Yeah. You go, I need you to actually think ahead. I need you to like test shit. Yeah. Like do the show right before we do it. Right. Are you guys see listening? It, see, it, see it all work. And the next time that you say to them, this is important. Yep. It, then it'll get better. But, but here's unless, a, <laughs> unless if you do that with them and the next time it doesn't get better, that means they just don't give a fuck. And then what do I do? Then you live with that. You live with <laughs> yeah. this. Okay. Okay, it means you're just not. You're just not. Do you look? Do you see Mike Troy, Mush? We call him Mush. You see his eyes right now? Yeah, they're dead. Why do you call him Mush? Because he's Mush. He mushes the show. It's just funny because I grew up in Newton, you know. Yeah, and Mush was a big word in Newton. Yeah, it's what you called each other. Everybody, it, it was dude. That mush. dude was Mush. Mush, don't Mush. What the fuck? See, I'm from. Mush, you fucked. That's what we used to say to each other. You know, I'm from Medford. And we use dude as dude, and mush is what you did to a girl when she wasn't listening. You mushed her face. No shit. Shut like up. James Cagney. Oh, dude, they used With the to grapefruit. One hundred percent. All Italian guys, they'd mush. Get out of here, and they yeah. they want to hit him. Put it up. Oh, you don't have a thing. But <laughs> you know, Cagney with a grapefruit. Oh, we can pull it up. Oh, it was the it was the good old days. Ah, uh, oof. When you could. Yeah.
Anyways, yeah. get out of here. We're talking. <laughs> but uh, no, we mush was uh, Newton had its own language. So there was like this. We, the kids in, in a certain neighborhood in Newton was called Nonantum, the lake. Right. And it was all Italian and Irish. No shit. And uh, they all talk this way. They still do, I think. Wow. But they go mush. And they, there was the words like you call girls jivels. What's a jivel? Mush. That jivel is quizcha. A what the? That means, fuck? dude, that chick is uh, hot. Mush, that jivel is quizcha. Quizcha? What is quizcha? Um, I never, nobody ever kno knew. And you just knew. did it. Everybody talked like that. But I found out that it's, oh, so yeah, here he goes. Oh, here he goes. But <laughs> the, it, it, it's, uh, and there's words like uh, your dick is called your collie. What, dude, you know, I, listen, news is not my that- collie. But then I heard uh, Tyson Fury, the fighter. Yeah. He's a he's an Irish- uh, Gypsy. He's a gypsy. And he said collie about some guy's dick. And I realized he, these, somebody said that it's all, it's gypsies, Irish gypsies and gypsies, carnies and people that- In, an, in Newton. In Newton, Massachusetts. Because I always thought of Newton, language. when I grew up in Medford, we always thought Newton was a bunch of pussies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. Well, we had a Newton was uh, half, half and half, half like work rich, class, half working class, half rich. Right. Because it is there is a lot of rich people in Newton. Yeah. There's the a new mall, the, the, new, the, brand, the, the Chestnut Hill Mall. Chestnut Hill Mall was yeah. unfucking believable. Yes. Beautiful mall. Yes. Oh, Using the friends. that's the uh, bomb bandana. Good. I'll bomb. There's a lot of fun. I mean, Man, that's the dirtiest thing I've ever. I mean, it's mm, terrible. Good cum, everything good. It's a lot of cum. Yeah. Um, yeah, Newton had Newton Center, which was really rich people. Yep. And Newton Highlands. And then Newtonville and Anantum was where I lived, right on the highway, right on the turn. The Mass Turnpike was like in my backyard. Like oh, I was no one shit. block okay, away. Yeah. So this was in my life, my whole life. Wow. And I went to Newton North High School, which was like half technical high school. Right. And the Newton South where Rogan went, Joe Rogan went there, was richer kids. Still so public you, school. but, but Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people come from Newton. Yeah, a lot of comedians. A lot of comedians come. You, Rogan. Who's the other one? Um, fucking, I don't know. What the fuck? There's now one. I'm there's on there's another one that comes there too. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of funny people come out of Newton. Yeah, BJ you Novak. Know, you didn't know Rogan growing up, did you? No, no. Well, it was he was kind a of few the years same. younger than. He's a couple of years younger than me. How right. old is he? I don't know. Maybe they're around the same age. I think you're around but the same age. He, we didn't meet till we were doing stand up like in Boston. And you knew stages. him when you started. Were you guys friends then? I I started a. Like two or three years before him, so it was, he were sort of two different generations. Like I started one year, then DePaulo started the year after, and we were friends. And then Rogan was like the next wave of back with like Fitzsimmons and yep. guys like that. But was he Robbie accepted? Prince. Did you guys like him when he came up? Yeah, I liked I liked him. He, he's a likable guy. I mean, he's he was he had this wicked energy, this yeah. wicked, and he was. Uh, just fucking waitresses and just getting, you know, I don't know. He had girl. I don't know anything about his personal <laughs> life. He, I, I, I remember one waitress who I was just so into and that was his girlfriend. So I look at it like he fucked all the waitresses. Like that's how I process that. He has, he has a, there's an energy about him when yeah. I first met him. It's just, you know, if, if, if there was, we were in no electricity days, yeah. he'd be a king. Of a, of, a, of a certain Yeah, he part. could survive yeah. a bit. But I remember I started chatting with him and getting to know him, and I liked him. Yeah. And he was interesting because he was from Newton, and he was a, uh, what do you call it, taekwondo champ? Or taekwondo something. champ. He was like champion. And so I found that interesting. So And yeah. and I, talk, I asked him about it, and he was engaging talking about it. Like he was 
uh, generous about talking about it. You know, I remember him telling me the biggest mistake people make in fights is they wait to like agree when it starts. Yep. But you just got to get started. So like he told me like in high school, he was like some kid came up to him and goes, hey, what? And he just immediately punched him in the chest like the guy. He can tell the guy wants to start a fight. Yeah. But he thinks it's going to be a whole buildup. You say something, I say something. Hey, are you some kind of a. Pup? And then he's. And then he can't breathe and he falls down. Yeah. And I remember him telling me that. And I liked the kind I liked him fighting. The thing I, I say to people all the time, dude, I, I, I think that if you think we're going to fight fair, you're crazy. Yeah, like if you think we're going to square off yeah. like there's a ref. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna say, hey man, I'm sorry. And as soon as you turn, I'm gonna hit you with a shovel. <laughs> That's fighting. Yeah. If you yeah. if you're gonna kill me, right? I, I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna. You know, yeah. we're not gonna duke it out. No. And and wait for you to throw a punch, and I'm gonna go like that. Right. No, yeah. No. no. That that's not a fight. I, one of the craziest things I've ever seen down here, Saturday night in the cellar. In, in uh, while I was down here, there's this little Italian kid, little guy, and he was fucking with everybody. Yeah. And then there was this big in the audience. Like, no, outside. Okay. In the winter, and he's fucking with this one kid, huge fucking like Norwegian guy, mm. foreigner too, didn't even really speak English that mm. well. And the guy's not saying anything. This little guy, I'll fucking murder you, you fuck. And his girlfriend, Tony, come on. And then he goes in the car, he grabs a bat. Yeah. And he goes out, this guy's facing that way. And he goes yeah. and he swings the bat. And the kid had a puffy cup. You hear the thump, And it just hits the puffy cup. And you hear, oh, all the people on the street. And oh. the kid slowly turned around. He goes, just hit me with a bat. <laughs> oh, no. And this kid fucking ran back to yeah, his car. Yeah, sure. You heard people just die laughing because oh, yeah. it had no effect on this no, no, motherfucker. No, no, no. I was looking for an apartment once. I was with Todd Barry and one other comic. I forget who the other guy was. Might be Chuck Sklar. And they came with me. We were all going to lunch, but we went. I was looking for a place to live. Mm -hmm. This is about way years. I was in my 20s. Right. So I was looking for a place on like 13th Street and 2nd Avenue. It was like yeah. way east. And back then that was pretty gnarly down over there. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going. I'm waiting for a realtor to meet me in front of a building. And the realtor is not there. And there's a community center across the street. And all these kids, just like kind of rough seeming kids come out. They, they're just being, it's being let out, yeah. you know, for lunch. And uh, two of them start yelling at each other. And one of them had a bat. Uh, I think some of them were going to practice or something. And he hit this kid in the bat and he like, you know, on the arm. Yeah. Then the kid went inside the school. He came out with a knife. Jesus. And stabbed the kid in the stomach. And you saw this. I saw this. So now this kid's bleeding everybody screams all kinds of shit and pretty quickly these cops came and they break it all up they take the kid who got stabbed and they just take him and put him in the he's sitting in a cop car he's laying he's got his feet on the street and he's laying in this cop car and there's just blood he's wearing a white shirt just dying just red shirt and the cops were standing and like leaning against the car just talking <laughs> and somebody came over and said uh some like kind of white nervous guy said shouldn't you get him to a hospital <laughs> and the cop goes get the fuck away from me get the fuck away to start screaming at this guy get the fuck away from me this ain't none of your fucking business and then they went back to chatting and todd turned to me and said i don't think you want to live in this neighborhood yeah <laughs> this is funny. it's like i don't think we need to see the apartment <laughs> yeah that's so yeah, it used to be more violent here a little bit yeah new york used to be a i mean that's what it's violent now but it's not as bad as it it's was. It's homeless guy swinging a 
thing at you violent. You just yeah. step around them. Yeah, it's crazy people violent. Yeah. Which if different. you're a little crazy too, which I am, you can look them in the eyes and it's like two dogs. That's right. And they it's go. like, and they, they go, I got you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I've had homeless people look me in the eye and go, mm -hmm. all right, I'll let you go. You're crazy mm -hmm. too. You'll fucking, mm -hmm. you'll do something too. I saw a homeless guy uh, walking in stomps once and just, uh, and just spit coming out. That was just spitting. Norton after a bad set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just screaming. And I was with a friend of mine. She had a little dog and she was inside. So her dog, I was holding her dog and her dog was just on the sidewalk yeah. and he, he was mental and angry and yeah. violent, but he was, and I realized he's about to step on the dog and I saw him go, oh, and he stood, he stepped around the dog. <laughs> he caught a moment of sanity. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to mush a dog. Yeah. Nobody wants to mush. Nobody's no. that crazy. Yeah. I had a homeless guy. That's why I moved out of the city. Homeless guy kicked my dog. Really? The night I brought Max home from the hospital. And it fucked me up because I thought for some reason, you know, they just go here they with a baby. The baby and then it's they give you the baby and they say goodbye. Mm -hmm. And then in New York, you don't get in your car. You have to hail a cab. Yeah, with a baby. Yeah. This is before Uber. This like you had to you had to stand out in the street hope and you get lucky. Yeah. Hope you get lucky. Hope it's not raining. Yeah. Hope it's there's not a Knicks game. Crazy. And you you go outside and you hail a cab. Then you scooch into the back seat of this cab. With a brand new person. With this yeah brand new person. And then you go down the street, and I and then I the, I get the baby and I got Dawn in, and I go walk these fucking two dogs, Kelby and Diva. Mm -hmm. And my mother's calling. It's two in the morning. And then I'll, I'm with the dogs and, and I make sure I'm a good dog person. I, New York City has a lot of shit dog people. Yeah, sure. Where they don't, they just let, they let it go. Yeah. And you and the thing and they'll trip you and, and, they, mm. and they say sorry after the fact. Right. Which I fucking hate. I hate those. I had one guy walk up and his dog pissed on my leg. Wow. And he was on his phone. Wow. And he turned and he went, sorry. And he kept walking. Doug literally just went like this. He was talking, yeah, anyways. And then he looked over and he went, sorry. It's funny. Our generation of comics is funny because we we talked on this phone. We used to talk on a phone that went Oh, with a like little this. thing. Yes, yes. And we still do this for, we don't go like this when we mind. We don't phone. do it. We should do that, right? Yeah. Well, we don't have to do that because most like people have earbuds. Like had a big receiver, like you had a big old. Yeah. We had the thing with the little thing, right? Yeah, exactly. We should be just doing like this because yeah. most people have earbuds. Just be like, ah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's not just yeah. this. Ready? Yeah, you do this. Sorry. Yeah, I have a. Sorry. Just so you know, I have a. So this guy, I'm sitting there with my dogs, and all of a sudden I hear, Ear! this homeless guy, no shirt, shredded black guy, mm. uh, kicked Kelby. Mm. And I lost it. I just mm. lost it. And I got right in his nose. And I was like, you kicked mm. my fucking dog? He goes, yeah. Right back at me. Yeah, I kicked your fucking dog. Mm. Watch your fucking dogs. Mm. And I was like, I was watching my dogs. Mm. So now we're screaming. And I go high, and he went higher. Yeah. So I yeah, go higher. Voices got anger oh, my and dog. yeah. It was getting to the, yeah. <laughs> Listen. By the end, we were just like fucking you spin me right around you yeah. fucking. We just sucked each other off sure. at the end, and nice. I lived with him for three months. Nice. Him and the dogs. Yeah. Uh and no. So I I I remember he. We kept getting angrier and angrier because yeah. that's what you do when you really don't want to fight. You just keep. You get angrier and angrier yeah. and yeah. see it's the barking. <laughs> Yeah. And I said, I've been, I'll fucking, I went to the point, I'll fucking murder you. Wow. And he went, you don't like black people. Oh. And that 
I just felt, I, I was like, I like black people. Well, then you went down. I was like, I started naming my black friends. I like black people. Oh, you do? I go, cool. I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Good... And we're friends. And that was Keith Robinson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now we're good friends. Yeah. But I did, he said that, and I panicked. And I was like, I know Kevin Hart. I know Patrice O'Neal. He's dead now. But I know, I was like, I know Keith Robinson. I started yeah. naming all my comic Right. Some lady yelled out the window, shut the fuck up. There you go. So, and and then uh, I felt a pinch on my shoulder and it was my uh, female uh, Russian super. Mm. You know, you have a Polish or Russian or Spanish superintendents. Yeah. And she grabbed my shoulder and pinched it. And she goes, Bubby, you have baby. You don't do this. Yeah, you don't do that no more. And she walked me back to my house. That's right. And I said, I put my house on the market that week. Yeah, good. I'm like, I'm the fuck out of here. Yeah, you can't be in those, those situations if you're a dad. You can't do that anymore. And if you have my, I was, I am crazy too. I can't. No, no. Like you have to be able to, like if they kick you out. There's a weird dog. detail in that story though. What's the detail? Like if I was a, if I had you on the witness stand. Okay, but let's do it. I'd shred that story. Oh, go ahead, do it. Do it. Because you started by saying. Yes. And we could play it back. But yeah, we you can. started by saying. Yep. That you had the dog and you said, I, I heard this sound, yelp. I turned around and this guy had kicked my dog. Yeah. And then the guy said, watch your dogs. You said, I, I was watching my dogs. Then why did why was it the sound of the yelp that you didn't see that you weren't I, watching I, your dog? I was. I'll tell you why. Mm. Can I can I go now? Yeah. Go your ahead. Honor? Are you, sure. Okay. No, it's not that good. I, whatever. Judge you doesn't ask questions. Okay, you're right. Um, ju judge, may I go? We, you also wouldn't, uh, the lawyer wouldn't let you. You get yes or no questions. You know. Okay. Well, that, can I? That is true. So then your lawyer would come up. Okay. And so say, be my lawyer. Okay. Uh, you got anything to add? To what? <laughs> I do have something to add. Yeah. What? First of all, I was watching my dogs. Yeah. Because I made sure that there was enough room for people to walk. I pulled my dogs over to the left side of the walkway, the guy out of the walkway, so people would have room to walk. Yeah. There was at least three to four feet of space. And I was off into the street yeah. uh, in the like a, almost a driveway for people to walk. So he had to mm. step into my dog's area to kick them, to hurt them. Mm. Uh, that So yes, Sounds I was- like just an unfortunate moment. It was an unfortunate moment. That's right. That escalated. Sometimes when people walk towards me with their head down into their phone- You, you bump into them? Well, no, I don't. I, I mean, it's a weird ethical problem. Sure. Because it's like, I got my head up. So I see you coming yeah. and you want me to step around. You want the world apart like the Red Sea 100%. while you watch your fucking video. Right. Um, But the only way for me to like enforce that like unfairness is to deliberately smash into you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, but I, I, in other words, I have to walk around you because you're, you're putting more civil responsibility on me by keeping your fucking head down. And it's really arrogant. But when I'm with my dog, I don't move for them because I have a dog in tow. And also I, I could clothesline them. Right. <laughs> so, you know, or at least they're at the knees. Right. <laughs> There's because I'm not going to if they if that's their Then I'm like, this is your problem. And then I do a little bit of chicken with them. I keep I keep walking until yeah. they see my feet and then they look up. Oh, right. And I'm like, ha. Huh. I have a few times when somebody's got their head down and I'm, I got the dog and I, it's not easy for me to move. I've done this. Yeah. I get my hand in there or I go like lift them up, lift yeah. them up. Yeah. I actually go, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I do that. And a little whistle. Hey, hey. I go, hey. I do the same yeah. thing every time. 
Hey, hey, hey. It's Fat Albert. It's- <laughs> We're going to sing a song to you. you. And you might learn a thing Bingo or two. two. We'll get together with great songs. and all his pals. Dude, you know how fucking great songs <laughs> yeah. cartoons used to have? Oh, that was my favorite. Did you ever hear the, the Jeffersons? Oh, that, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, no, the Jetsons. The Jetsons. Oh, yeah. yeah, but the song is the shit. Yeah, it was like a good jazz It's great. Um, I do that. I go like this. Hey, hey, hey. I liked how- and they get scared. I love scaring people on the street who do I, that shit. I liked in good times at the end of the song. Yeah. It ends with everybody going, yeah, 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 yeah. times, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I couldn't do New York anymore. When I had yeah. the kid, I just, it broke me because I became so protective mm-hmm. of my family. I became savage because I'd walk with the baby carriage and people don't care that you have a baby carriage right. in Times Square. No, they don't give a shit. Well, they, how, what are you doing in Times Square with a baby carriage? Because that's my baby's RS was right there. Uh, I live at 47th oh, Street. Oh, that's right. You lived in the neighborhood. I lived, that was my neighborhood. Hell's Crazy. Kitchen was my neighborhood. Yeah, what So we had to go to Baby's R Us. We had to go to Times Square, yeah. go up in that fucking elevator, mm. walk around. And he had he needed aluminum formula. We had right. to get like the most expensive, hard to find yeah. formula because my wife's tits didn't work. Mm. That was a fucking nightmare. Mm. The the first week when she was supposed to get the, you know, she had the things on her tits mm. and it wasn't getting enough. And she's just crying. Yeah. In the kitchen with her tits out with these things. Fire, with such and, a hard time. And I was I nobody to call. It's like three in the morning. Mm. And I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to squeeze her tit and she's slapping my that's not how it works. And I'm like, you don't know. I remember those times, especially with the first kid with my wife, and all of a sudden you have so much to people that you have two to take care of. Yeah. Like life kind of gets you there gradually because <clears throat> first you're a couple. You're two equal adults. Yep. Both capable. Yeah. And then uh, she gets pregnant. She starts becoming needy and invalid. And she starts slowing you down. She starts slowing down that explosive young energy. Yeah. You get out of a cab. You can't just get out. You got to help her. Help her out. Yep. This is getting you ready for the kid. Mm -hmm. Like she gets you ready. This thing of like, we got to slow down. Yeah. We don't sleep like we used to. Nope. There's uh, new equipment around. Not, there's no nothing sexy anymore. Nothing, no clothes look good anymore. Yep. And everything's a little, and I'm tired. This is getting you ready for the kid. Well, that's what they t- they should tell you. They say, dude, get your sleep. Get your sleep. You're having a baby. It should be the other way. It's like, dude, learn sleep. how not to sleep. You got to train yourself not to sleep. Yeah, like also. a Navy SEAL. Yes. And if you don't, I mean, if you have a job that's nine to five, that's a whole other thing. But if you don't have a nine to five job, you should just give up on, you sleep when you sleep. Which is a hard fuck thing. Fuck day and night. With a new baby, fuck yeah. day and night. But I remember having like a, you know, a ma- her, uh, the baby and the mom with tender body and yeah. bad back and all kinds yeah. of stuff. And having this ten- that tender feeling mm. that there's a lot of pain in the room. Mm. There's a lot of, a lot of vulnerability and stuff. Uh, I liked it a lot. What? Yeah, I loved it. Why? Because I didn't I, know you whenever going there. somebody's hurting, <laughs> I just think it's so great. <laughs> because I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny and it reminds me that I'm not. And, <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just like being I liked being needed that way. There's a nice, there's a tender, there's a, a tender feeling in a house where there's like a a, a baby and a 
and a mom with it. My, my, my wife had a C-section, so she's post-op. Oh, you know, yeah, Don shot it right out of her twat and I'll yeah. never forget it. Cause he had hair. Right. So it's like scraping her insides of her pussy. Well, <laughs> when he was coming out, imagine hair in her pussy. Hair. That's and not her hair through your yeah. inside. Yeah. Just leaving your heads are like cone shaped when they come out. Yeah. And it's like this. Uh, she's uh, imagine. I remember her hair, Ow. her pubes and his hair. Right, well, one like at right, one point right in the middle, so it's like so it was like just this hairy ball yeah. vagina coming out, and I fucking I I almost screamed. I looked away. I didn't understand that. And then the head came out, and I saw his little forehead, his little wrinkly, pale forehead. Yeah. And I didn't. People look. I was lying. When the baby came out, I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Like I was faking emotion. Because I was so numb and not feeling anything. Well, yeah, she was crying and like, oh, and it really, I was like, it's our baby. I was saying shit I heard in movies mm -hmm. and TV shows because I, I was, I didn't, I was, I was in such shock of what just happened that I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I remember I had, well, the two were different because the second one I had a camera, she let me bring a camera. I had a film camera. So I was into the pictures I was taking. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I had, I had some great pictures, but anyway. Ugh. But the first time I remember, they had to give her. She was in labor for like twenty four hours or something. She really wanted to give natural birth, and right. I really wanted that for her. And she tried and tried, and it was really hard. And then the doctors starts. They start getting shitty. They go, "This kid's got to come out." Yeah, they do. We're done with this. Right. So, she had a C section, and she they had her. She was like sort of like almost like strapped down like Jesus on this table. And they had a, a sheet up like this yeah. so that she can't see. Yeah. But she's awake. They just did a spinal tap and she's just laying there. Yeah. And, uh, and on the other side, they've opened up her Whole abdomen. Thing. Yeah. And it's open. And she goes, what's going on? And I go, just poke her face. I go, nothing. They're just cleaning you up. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do that. And... Then the doctor starts fishing around. I, I used to do a bit about this, I think. I don't remember. But it was like she was trying to find socks in her luggage, you know, without <laughs> without unpacking. She's just shoving shit around. Right. And just fucking takes this baby out who looks like, what the fuck? Like she starts and she's purple faced and she's like, ah, so mad. It was just so sudden. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. And then they cut the cord and they wrap her up and they show her to the mom like this for like a second. Yeah. And the mom gets to look at her like this. <laughs> and uh, she said her name to We decided we weren't going to decide till that moment. And her mom said, don't you think this should be your name? And I said, yeah. Well, what and are you going to say? No. What if you yeah, were like, like, well, I, I don't know. I was thinking uh, Sasha. Uh, yeah. I like Sasha. But then they took the baby over to this little scale. Like right away, they got to know how, what she weighs. It's fucking psychotic. Like weigh the baby. Right. And the mom is post-op. Also, I watched them. I watched her take some of her organs out of this Ugh. and then take a thing like what you do the dishes with, a little spray nozzle. Yeah. And just spray them. The doctor's just spraying down parts. Uh, but still connected. Shove, yeah. And then shoving them back in. Ugh. 
Oh, how do you eat babies anything? on the scale being like aspirated? They take the the, the ball, squeezy bottle, yeah. yeah, the turkey baster thing, yeah. stick it up her nose and snuff out what she's been like living on all this and, and like clearing her airways. Yeah, and she's just like screaming. And I got this. This was like the size of her head. I got this close to her head and I said, "It's okay, it's okay." And she looked at me for a few seconds. She stopped crying. She just looked right at me, and I was like whoa <laughs> holy shit and the fact that we had a relationship this i have some yeah. the kids i'm useful to this kid yeah that was it it's been my whole life it's been a long thing that none of that happened to me she it, it shot out her <laughs> vag and they handed that baby right to dawn and i didn't touch it until fucking yeah, no, that's the thing with C-section. I got to I got to hold the kid for you, a long I got, time before yeah. her mother could her. She got her yep. second. I had her for a couple of hours. Before yeah, her mother. I think her. Tom Tom Papa held Max before me. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he he came in like seconds. Hi, how you doing with his two yeah. daughters? But it was the the second I connected with my kid. Yeah, is I looked down at him and he went, Whoa, and he yeah. smiled and I was like, fuck. That's yeah. the first time where I really felt yeah. this is this is a real thing. Yeah. Up until then, it's you know, it's abstract. It's, oh, very, it's really yeah. about the mom first. Yeah, and it's about getting her through the pregnancy, and she's got all these notions of how she wants to have this baby and stuff. But you kind of party feels like you're going to go to the hospital, get the baby out, and just go home with two of you. Yeah. Right? This party that's not like. The part that doesn't compute till it happens is, oh, now we have this fucking well, it, for it, the rest of their life. It that never hit me because what hit me, I I couldn't stay in the hospital, which bothered me because in New York, up at Hell's Kitchen, whatever I forget the name of the hospital, oh, yeah, yeah. they they used to let you stay as a husband. You could stay in the room with her all night, yeah, yeah. and they were like, you have to leave at a certain time. And I was like, why? Apparently, there was a guy, just that one guy, going around finger fucking. Uh, women Stop in their sleep. It. I swear to God. Stop. It. Yep. He ruined it for everybody. A dad? No, it was a guy. Like a guy would come up to the floor and he was sexually assaulting women. So he ruined that for every man that every in any hospital? Yes. Well, that hospital. You couldn't stay after Jesus. eight o'clock. Because they didn't have enough staff to keep going in and checking. That no one's getting. Finger yeah, you know, or you paid a, th or you paid a thousand dollars for your wife not to get finger blasts. Yeah, you, you look at you look <laughs> at a uh, ad in the paper. It says wanted, you know, whatever, some, uh, you know, help wanted, Presbyterian <laughs> Hospital. Yeah, and you show up and you go, well, you know, I'm not a nurse. That you don't have to be. Sorry. <laughs> and they say they ask you references. What is this job? We need you to make sure that nobody's finger fucking. <laughs> Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but, Go in yeah. and look in their vaginas, make sure there's no fingers in there. Okay, but what if I see and if it, you don't if you can't also you need to get in there, feel in there with your finger. To make sure there's no fingers. Yeah. Okay. But what if it's the husband finger fucking the wife? You need to tell him let let me know. <laughs> let me know yeah. if you're gonna do it. Okay. Yeah. It was it was nuts. Yeah. And then I left and my wife had a panic attack the first night. Dawn, who's one of the strongest human beings yeah. I know. Who never panics? She just bottles it up like a good old Boston chick and buries it. After the baby was born? After the baby was born, I had to leave that night and I got a call from the nurses mm. that she fucking lost her mind in the middle of the night. Mm. It all hit her. And they yeah. all, I, I, all these nurses, I, I love nurses, they all gathered around her. Yeah. 
just and their fucking and they they yeah they slapped her shut the fuck up yeah and they just they shut the fuck with yeah knife. and then they started finger fucking her and she was like uh, and then she came shut the fuck <laughs> okay all right you're okay and she she's like it's <sighs> good yeah that's what I have to do to her now when she has panic attacks I have to force finger fucker well I have a bunch of nurses that I have to, uh, that are nice. on call that come over and we force <laughs> force finger fucker yeah good um no but they they helped her through it which I was bummed. Because I was I like, wanted to be there, yeah. That's my thing. That yeah, I was, yeah. I'm supposed to be there, and I had some, you know, three fat middle aged nurses yeah. calming her down, and she was asking for me, yeah. and I was home sleeping, having pizza, yeah. Doritos, fucking yeah. playing Xbox for the last yeah. time, and uh, and 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 you know, she, I couldn't go, I couldn't go, which yeah. sucked because that finger fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do though? What are you gonna do? Yeah, and now. I mean, I love, I, I don't think for me, and I've said this to you before, I had a son because of you. Mm. Because I remember going to your house and I, you know, I'm like, if this, I literally said this, I go, if this fucking piece of shit <laughs> can do this. Yeah, I was already, I, I was divorced, but I had my kids uh, custody like half the week. Well, that fucked me up when you got divorced because yeah. you were, your marriage, your whole life led me to believe that I could do this. I could get married. I could have a kid. Yeah. Like, cause you know, you see a guy like you, the similarities, we both do comedy. We're both fucking crazy. We I both... remember you came to my, we were, I was living on green street then. Yeah. And you came to my apartment and, and the walls were covered with art by the kids. It, yeah. And, uh, you looked at all of that and you're like, this looks like, this looks great. This yeah. looks fun. Like I remember watching you appreciate you made pancakes. I, yeah, yeah. You made pancakes. Like I did, I, it was wild to me that yeah. you took the thing and you made pancakes for your kids. Yeah, every uh, this is what my life was like then. I miss so much now, but it was the hardest time in my life and yeah. I miss it like crazy. But back when I used to, like I'd have, I'd have my kids like uh, about two and a half, three days a week, some, some weeks longer, some weeks shorter. Yeah. But about forty percent of the time, I had my kids, and um, and so when they were with me, you the days were just so full. You wake up early in the morning, go in their room and wake them up. They're stone asleep. Wake them up late. Later on in life, you'd come in. They're already starting to get dressed. Right. The older one dresses herself. The little one, you got to get her dressed. Yep. Sometimes they want to take a bath in the morning, and you do that, but usually not. But get her in her clothes, snap her up, you know, and um. And then start making breakfast, make a full breakfast. I used to make eggs and bacon. I used to make uh, waffles sometimes, yep. pancakes from a mix and and uh, feed them breakfast, sit them down for breakfast, which is just, you know, also it was great. You're talking, you're talking. It's the best. Making breakfast and they're coming in and chatting with you and you're right. discussing things about life. Yep. Feed them and uh, make sure if there's any homework to be done to fin finish it up. Yep. And then you're making their lunch. Yep. You're gonna make a, a lunch, carrot sticks and sandwiches, whatever. Pack their lunch, get their lunch in their backpacks. Make sure they have everything. If it's winter, fucking bundle them up. Mm -hmm. Get out the door. Get the first one to school, and then the next one to preschool, which is a longer walk. Yep. Get back, and you maybe get to nap for like thirty uh -huh. minutes. Yeah. Uh, get laundry started. The house is a fucking wreck from right. the morning. Yeah. Clean up the house, yeah. do the laundry. Yeah. And then it's time to go get the little one. Preschool was only till like noon or 1230. Get yeah. her, take her somewhere yeah. for a snack. 
then get the other one, bring them home, uh, get them started on their homework yeah. and get dinner started yeah. and do something fun, go out, do something fun or bring home some of their friends and have a play date and sure. fucking cr- And then dinner that night and then bedtime, yeah. get them in bath, pajamas, get them to go to sleep. Yep. And then you have, then it's like, I just want to fucking go to sleep now, but I have no life. So I want to yeah. stay awake and. Yeah, I don't I don't do any of that girl stuff because I'm a man. My wife does all that <laughs> shit. But yeah, it's hard. I see I feel, you know, I see her. She's always I mean, that's some that's I some, miss it. <laughs> crazy. I miss it. Um I miss all No, dude, it is it's yeah. it's it's the great I wake up every morning with mm-hmm. Max. I mean, Dawn wakes up, but I wake up too. I wake yeah. up every morning and we have breakfast together. Um, and we have dinner together too. Like at 5 30 when I'm home. We, we sit down at the table. No yeah. TV, no, we can play albums. Certain things that I love uh-huh. about being a dad. But I, I became, I really became a man when I had a kid. Yeah, this is what does it, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's, I, I just really believe that. Yeah. I thought I was a man, I thought I was, and until I had a son, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it just happened. Mm-hmm. I knew how to do shit. I, I, I. We needed a fence in the backyard for the dog. I just built the fence. Yeah, you have to start becoming. Well, guys think they have all these great skills, you know. Yeah. Like we're we're organized. We 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 can. We're patient. We can plan. We're like you know, you can apply all that to being a father. Right. You know. Yeah. Being, being smart, being able to think ahead. You know, I'm not saying women don't have this. I'm saying that's stuff we pride ourselves on. Yep. Uh, you know, all of it can be applied to. Uh, managing a schedule with kids and and getting them through hard shit. Well, one of the things of like Louie, right? It's it's to me up there with all in the family. The show Louie that you created, five episodes, it's on your website right now, louisck.com. You can go own it, which is nuts. You can have it for a no, few you years. You can only do, well, you can stream it for stream five, it five years. You can't that, download it. I you can't download it. You, f- you can stream it for five years, but yes. you can have it yes. if you know how to do it. Um, yeah, you can. Of course you can download it. Yeah. yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. We there's, just don't allow it. There's a, right? Click the link in the on how to have it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fine. Please, please put a link up how to yeah. how to fucking steal it. No, how I'm kidding. It, yeah. No, but you have to buy it. It's the reason why it's one of the best shows ever oh, is thanks. because it, it really is, man. I it's it's hilarious. It's it's crazy. It didn't make sense. But it it had mo- those moments. Mm-hmm. You gave it moments, which these these some of these comedies, a lot of them don't have moments. They're always yeah. going for these these laughs or whatever, and or the moments they do have weren't real. And one of the biggest things that made you everything okay about you is your two kids in that show. Which knowing you in life. That stuff came from that. You just making breakfast for them, or walking, taking a train, and with the do- and you're just managing. You're pushing this boulder well, up a hill. What I liked showing was that there's all kinds of dads, you know. Right. There's not just like a TV tends to say, okay, if he's a dad, he has to be responsible. He has to live in a suburban house. He has to, you know, um, all there's all kind of trappings to be a dad. But in New York, there's all kinds of. That in every city, there's all kinds yes. of fathers who are yes. also living weird lives and trying to get laid. Being a divorced dad is like a weird hybrid life. Yeah, uh, but you still you kind of you when you go home you switch it all off. You just become dad, dad. And yeah. I, I'm I'm a, a flawed guy. I've got all kinds of you know fucked up problems and 
and make mistakes, but I'm still a dad and I make mistakes there too. And not nobody gets, but if exactly, it's like you have dads we grew up watching were fake, fake. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Brady was fucking a, a, a dude. Yeah. Greg was fucking the mom and none of it was real. No. And then when you finally look at you, it's like, it, it's, it's like, I can do this. I got this. You know what I mean? I got it. That's the right. greatest part about, uh, oh, dude, you don't have to be this fucking asshole. No, you don't have to turn into this whole other person. No. You don't have to turn into another fucking person. No. You don't have to turn into, that was my biggest fear of being a husband or a dad mm. that I had to become something else. Well, the other thing is if your kid grows up with a perfect parent, yeah. <clears throat> it'll destroy them. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be rapists. Yeah, because I don't know why they have to rape anybody, but- I'm not, I didn't, they're just not going to be able to <laughs> measure up to it. And they're yeah. not going to have a, a, you need a role model for how to be a weak, uh, confused person. Every person is confused and weak. Every human being, no matter how hard they try, right. is confused and weak. Yep. So if your parent is a strong, uh, solid, confident person with no flaws, mm. you, you go like, well, how's that an example to me? Because I can't be that. But if your parents is like, here's what it's like to be a weak, confused person. Yeah. Still do okay. And still be able to get through life, get the most you can out of I'm it. I'm a great parent. Kind though. to other people. Yeah. That's Max, all Max you can do. the best parent ever. You just go, my 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 mom was tired. My yeah. mom uh, was confused and just, yeah. but boy, did she give it a shot. Yeah. And she forgave herself when she couldn't. She forgave me when I couldn't measure up when I did my best, you know, you just do your best. Yeah. Try doing your best is, is the only thing you can do. So if a, if a parent puts, puts the goalpost past that, yeah. says, well, no, it's not good enough. Uh, what the fuck are you supposed to do with that? Even not with what they tell you to do, but with the way they seem that anyway, or they pretend to be. Yeah. And then later you find out your parent is weak and confused. Yeah. Cause there doesn't exist a person who isn't. So if they performed and then you find out, Oh no, they're just like, Everybody else. Yeah. It's a weird, that's probably good. I mean, it took me until I was in my 50s to realize that about my dad. And your dad is uh, Mexican, right? Yeah. That blew me away. That he's Mexican? It blew me away that you're Mexican. And I still don't believe it. It's like, I don't, it's like Tim Dillon being gay. It's a, I think yeah. you use it for branding. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you being Mexican really. I am Mexican like Tim Dillon is gay. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's, it's I don't a, act Mexican. You don't act Mexican. No. No. I've it, got a, a aggressive white energy. Yeah, aggressive white energy. Yeah. You're red, redhead. Yes. I mean, there's two Mexican redheads. No. You, you and can, Canelo. You can know that I'm. Yeah, Canelo looks. I look like him when I was younger. Yeah, you guys look. It's possible we have. My grandfather was a railroad doctor early, early. In uh, I'm sorry, what is it? A railroad doctor. What is that? So he worked for the railroad system in Mexico City. Back okay. in, it was way back in the turn. They of the have railroads in Mexico? Night, sure. I'm, well, they did in the 20s anyway. Okay. <laughs> but so what he would do is ride the trains and, and stop at each place and, yeah. and be the company doctor for the railroad. So wow. he had to travel around on the train. Wow. And so I think he fucked a lot of chicks doing that. Sure. And... uh so maybe Canelo and I are connected, you know, I don't know. That'd be funny if that's your, if that's your, your cousin right there or your, yeah. your, your distant brother. I mean, he's a good looking guy. Good looking guy. I know he's a good look into a great fighter. Yeah. Great fighter. Fantastic. <clears throat> but, um, but it's weird. Like he's a but, red. So what else? Yeah. So you, you can know that I'm Mexican cause I told you, yeah. but you can't imagine me, you know, slinging tamales. No. 
in the same way that you can know that Tim Dillon is gay, but you just can't picture a cock in his mouth. No, because you can't picture it like, yeah, sock it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Dude, I love the way you put my balls in your mouth, too. Yeah. No, not like that. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, so I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Let me see your dick. Yeah. You know, I can't see it. It's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want him to prove it. I want a pay-per-view on him proving it. I want that'd be a gate at the end of this podcast. You're gonna I'm gonna suck Bobby's pay, cock. Patreon, yeah, Patreon, Patreon only behind the paywall. Pa yeah, but it's a different paywall. It's like a That's different right. tier. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of uh, paywalls, you have a special, uh, a lot. You have a live performance at the Garden. A big live event. Yes, it's sold out. January twentieth. You can't out. get a ticket. Can't get one. Can't you get, get a one, but you can't get two. That's why they call it sold out when you can't get pairs. Anymore. You, you can't get. You can get one ticket and be that guy. By yourself sitting next to a couple between two couples yeah Ugh, nobody likes that guy i mean i don't know hope he buys the ticket i mean yeah you can buy it but yeah. you're that guy just know you're that guy you know like um mush would be that guy that's right yeah. or, or or joe would be that guy sure yeah um but yeah don't be that guy but be that guy but yes it's sold sold out, out. eighteen thousand people but, i'm in the middle but but you can live stream it but you can live stream it yes on my website it's on your website, and you can click the link. We're going to have the link in the thing right in the bio. You already buy it now. You can buy it You can now. buy it right now. You can click it on on his uh, Instagram, a little scan barcode. It's everywhere. Click it. Brings you right to his site. You can buy it. Yeah. How much is it? 25 bucks. $2,500. How much is it? $25. $25. That was a mistake. That's yeah. so much better. That's way less than $2,500. Because 25 is a good deal. Yeah. $2,500. would have been interesting to just say $2,500. bucks. Fuck you. But yeah, and every, oh, but everybody bought it. Just like three people buy it. And I'm like, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> just make it that much. No, it's 25 bucks, and you get it. You can watch it live. Yeah. 20 second delay. You need uh, you got to have a delay, yeah. You got to have a delay. Yeah. In case why? In case you scream at some lady? pants or something. You shit yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's 30 seconds. But anyway, so 20, 25 bucks, you can watch it live or you can watch it till the 17th of January, I think. It's like uh, 17 days later. We're taking it down. Has this ever be been done? Anymore. Has this ever been done? I don't done? think it could. I mean, people, the have, people have done live stand-up specials. Yeah. Jerry did one. I know George Lopez used to always do it live. Right. Um, but I don't think anyone's live streamed like on a website as a special. The Garden said they hadn't done this before. They had okay. sort of we had to figure it out with them. They've done live events there. What's the date again? But January twenty eighth, and that's a Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. I mean, this is a this. I'm is very excited. It's going to be also. I've huge. been touring all year to get to this place. Yeah, I shot a special in January early right. uh, at the Dolby Theater in L.A. Right, and that. Is going to be turned into a special that'll come out in April. This is, this is a live event. This is a live you just just to see this show. Can I be my last show yeah. for a long time? I'm going to take at least a year off after that. Show. Can I can I suck your dick a little bit here? I not really. I mean, okay. like in the professional way. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. This hour, because I've been with you on the yeah, road. Yeah, we were just on the road again. I've, I've toured with you for the year. I yep. went to Europe with That's you, right. and and now I just went on the road with you again. And it's it's actually so much better than it was, and it was insane back in Europe. This hour is a 
is a fucking epic hour. It's probably oh, one of thanks. your best hours. I feel like it's one of my better ones. It really is. And the fact that, and the special is filmed and that's coming out yeah. uh, after yeah, this yeah. live event. That'll be the same as other ones I've done. 10 bucks. Right. And you can download it and keep it. This one is only for streaming. Live. And it's live and you can watch it for 17 days and it goes away. And if you buy, if you buy it, yeah. you can't watch it after 17 days. Are you nervous Let's about this? Yeah, I am. Yeah, this, I mean, this is... It's fun to be nervous, you know, yeah. after 38 years of doing this. It's fun to be like, fuck this show. I had a nightmare about the show. When? Last night. A horrible nightmare about Can, Do you remember it? Do you remember it? Vividly. Can you please tell It'll us? Take me, you know. Yeah, I was on stage and at the garden. Yeah. I couldn't remember my act. You know, it's whatever comedian. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember my act. Yeah. Couldn't remember one word of it. Oof. And I'm asking my brain, please give me the fucking, give me the jokes. And I can't remember them. And so I started trying to tell my old joke about suck a bag of dicks. Yeah, I remember that one. And I was, and I don't really remember it. Right. And I thought they'll, they'll love this because I never repeat material. Yeah. And they're fans, so they'll like this. So I start going, so I was suck, so I was, this is literally how I was doing it. I was like, so I was, I was in a, I, I was in traffic and a guy, and I, a guy cut me, I cut a guy off. Oh, <laughs> And he rolled down his window to swear at me. So I rolled down mine. Oh, fuck. And he said, suck a bag of dicks. And I thought, what am I? How am I? How am I? And they start booing. They start booing. And the whole place is booing. Oh. And I realized that part of the reason I had this nightmare was because I watched Tom Brady last night in the playoffs. Yep. Oof. Play. It was the Tampa against the Cowboys. Cowboys. And he. Tom Brady, who's just like in, indestructible legend, the best, and he stunk. Yep, and the whole game stunk, and his the, they just and it was so, and it was at home. Yep, and you could hear them all just going, "Ugh!" <laughs> and they hate that you can't hate anyone more than a great champion. Yeah, who's playing super shitty all night. Right, way worse than just if your team sucks. Yeah, no, that's you, Tom fun. Brady. Yeah. And he won it for them, what, two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah, but they're just, and it just, uh, and he's like yelling at the, like, come on. Somebody like dropped a pass and he went, come on. Yeah. And he looked unhappy. Yeah, he should have just talked to him after quietly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and I just, I was, so I took that into my dream. Wow. And I thought I'm going to fucking fail them. Yeah. And more people, I've never played for this many people, 18,000. Biggest audience of my- In the round. Yes. Biggest audience of my life. And you're not that. And it's coming back to. I used. Yeah. To, I did the garden eight times, and then not for five years. And this is my. I just want to do this one time. I put a lot of pressure on this, and I'm live streaming it. Oof. I mean, not only is playing the garden after uh, that time off, yeah, is pressure. Playing the garden Already is nuts. Is pressure. It's nuts. The Selling it nuts. Is pressure. More tickets yeah. than I ever sold is pressure. Selling it out is nuts. Now they're all going to be there. Yes, and now this is yeah. live stream. Good. Yeah, let's live stream it. And uh, so in the dream, I can't remember my jokes. I start telling that one and oh. it doesn't work. And I go into the uh, weird backstage area and the comedian's just hanging out and talking. And I was I was making horrible noise, like awful noises because I was so upset. I was going, ah, <laughs> and I thought I'm losing my mind. I'm having a nervous breakdown and this is going to kill me. What's happening right now is breaking me. Yeah. And I'm going to be like a... <laughs> invalid after and i truly you and but keith I, are gonna tour together I, I started making more noise because i wanted it to happen i was like i want to just get there i want to get to the part 
where I've you... lost, where I'm drooling and I can't, <laughs> and and that's my life is over. Like right. I, once I felt it coming, yeah. I was like let's just get there, let's just get there. So I started screaming wow. louder and louder, hoping that it would just. You have a stroke. Yeah. And just we'd have to carry you to shows. That's what I wanted. Speaking of strokes, Keith, Keith Robinson is opening for you. Keith Robinson is opening for which me. he is. Various, I love Keith, dude. He's a much. his new hour. It's really something special. It's fuck. He's he, it took funny. one one stroke. So he was funny comedian, always funny. I always eh. loved Keith. I always found him very. I know. Funny. I'm kidding, of course. And then <laughs> first stroke took him down about twenty percent. Sure. Second stroke made him funnier than he's ever been before. Unbelievable. I mean, you're not, I know not it sounds funny. It's, it's true. Yep. He's funny. I saw him at the cellar one night and I was like, gee, cause he was talking about, he, yeah. instead of letting the voice, the tough, he's hard for him to talk. Yeah. Instead of letting it slow him down, he's pushing through it and yeah. he's like talking like this now. Yeah. And he's, and also the talking about the experience and yeah. his life. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. This is funny. So I just walked up to him after I said his set and I said, you got to do the garden with Wow. He's opened for me before. Yeah. I've, I've took him to Europe, all over Europe after yeah. his first stroke. Are you going to get the um, cart that they took the Iron Sheik out to the match in WrestleMania 2? It's going to be a throne. <laughs> oh, good. Like uh, yeah. the Tyson Fury throne. He's, it would be hilarious if he goes, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Keith Robinson, and you make him walk from yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah. And it's just- oh, You ever seen, like, you watch boxing? So sure. When Tyson Fury and these guys do the ring walks where they get carried, carried out. out. It's stupid because they picture it in a moment they picture one moment yeah. where he's on the throne like this yeah but it takes fucking 20 minutes sure so after he does this a few times now he's just sitting on the just there's a lot of downtime remember his, his, his opponent what's his name uh who got he beat three times the uh, he, the Deontay wilder Di Dante wilder uh, yeah. he actually said he lost because of his yeah, outfit he was wearing a really heavy thing he wore that heavy thing to the yeah. ring he was exhausted great. by Those, the time fights are so the great. best the best but uh, but no, I've been thinking about there's a lot of logistics with this show because I also have Ravi Coltrane opening for me, who's uh, John Coltrane's son. You get it, he's a yeah. great saxophone, jazz saxophonist, and he's a, uh, coming with this trio. And they're and, and they get jazz. to see that right huh? when you buy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So that's when the show starts. The stream starts at like seven thirty when the show starts. Right, and you'll see all the opening stuff and everything. Wow. That's then there'll be a weird break because I have to get rid of the instruments and the. Right. Drum kit and shit. Yeah. There'll be a break between the openers and me. And you're going to have a, a host go up first? I haven't figured that out you yet. You got to get a host. I haven't figured out the whole you, thing. You can't open up with Keith. No, I want Keith and Ravi both to have like a lot of attention. on. Right. Yeah. I want them to open it cold. So I haven't figured out all the order and stuff yet. Yeah. But I think we'll put Keith near the stage. Yeah. And then he'll come up. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to do a ring walk kind of thing. Like, I don't want to walk. Well, through. how are you going to get to the stage? I think we'll probably hit the lights and then I'll sneak to the stage and then come up and then I'll be there. So, well, like the Undertaker? He's going to appear. It's just going <laughs> to. Flames. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be like a Dane Cook entrance. Yeah, that's right. Boo, 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 boo. Yeah, yeah. What up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but that's another thing I'm wondering, dude, is that yeah. you're not, you're in the round. Yeah. You're not, you go out, because I perform for you and. There's a, your stool is there yeah, and the mic is there. That's right. And that's it. I, I pace a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you, you walk back and forth a very little bit yeah. and you stand and deliver a lot of it. Right. Yes. How are you going to, like, well, I know I how to do the round. the round before. But what do you, I do you move I, more? I did. Uh, uh, I don't remember. Oh my God. 
Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. The I, Oh my God. I thought something just happened with the feed. <laughs> oh my God. Son of a bitch. The special I did. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I shot it in Phoenix right. at the Celebrity Theater, which is around. I did it there because Carlin did one there. Right. And it never changed since then. Like they even even recarpet it. It's just like this place. It's just wow. like exactly the same. And I watched Carlin. It's my favorite special of his. I forget what it's called, but it's in at the Celebrity Theater. I think it's called They're All Cunts. Maybe. Yes. Huh. The thing is, when you shoot like on in a theater, you're in like this thing. You're standing there and then the audience is out here. So the uh, the camera can look at you and you're isolated yeah. or it can look at the audience. And there's no real reason. It looks oh, there it is. look at the audience. But yeah. But when you look at a comedian in the round, mm -hmm. then the audience is behind them all the time, no matter which way you look. Right. I love that. Walking a, and also... It's like, a, 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 you know, Ma, I don't know if they still make them this way, but Mazda engines are rotary engines. I don't know if you know that. They're not no. piston engines. I Every didn't know car that. in the world has a piston engine. Right. But Mazda, anyway, used to make a rotary engine, which is it spins and there's spark plugs surrounding the kick, 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 does this weird thing. So thank you for like, dumbing that down for me. Yeah, sure. So there's cameras all around you, but they don't have right. they can't see each other. Right. Because they just have to be a little off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And everywhere you turn, there's a camera, and all behind you is you and the audience are together in every shot. Is this Fuck the one where you had a stain on your shirt? I mean, I usually have a stain. Can I can I be honest with you? It's yeah. my one of my favorite things about you yeah. because you don't even care about it. Well, I can't. I can't wear. I wore a suit in one special. I'll never do it again. Yeah, but you're. You, it's, I can't. It, it, clothes just melt on me. They don't. Yeah. Stay good. Yeah. But when I wear something crisp, it just starts to. But you it's know? you're so funny that it doesn't matter. That's what I love about it. It's like, yeah, it doesn't I don't care. I'm not nobody's going like I can't wait to see how good he looks. It, yeah. If if you're not funny, they do. Sure. Yeah. Well, you look great. Um, That's the worst compliment you can get when coming up to dude. You look is, great. Yeah. Terrible. I got that from my agent once. That's terrible. Um yeah. but that but that so when you're in yeah, there's a shot from that special. Yeah. Uh so when you so anyway, I did that and I learned that when you play the round, you just have to kind of keep spiraling yeah. around and you have the stool in there and you just and you just keep moving and keep moving. Yeah. And and you you just never stop twirling in a sense. Yeah. Stop a few times, a few times. Right. Carlin does a bit in that special where he's reading from these cards and he's sitting on the stool mm. and he's reading bits from cards and he keeps shifting and moving. Turning. The oh, yeah shifting and moving yeah and uh the crowd just gets gets into it and also a lot of times they're at the garden they're watching the jumbotron so right so they can see that they get they can always look at your face if they're looking up there yeah yeah the guy i did the garden with dane i think once or twice i did it once with dane and i i think i did it again friends of dane me and billy and everybody mm -hmm. but the round is is rock star shit yes. you can't help but feel like when you could do that and you hear people mm -hmm. respond to a look. Yeah. Like I remember uh, before, right when I got into comedy, I went and saw Pearl Jam and I went, Eddie Vedder came out of the Boston Garden mm -hmm. and he didn't say a thing and he just went like this and the place went. Yeah. And then he went like this. <laughs> and then he went like this and the whole place. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. that? Not that. You know, I got that, but when you come out and you kind of look, just that thing. Yeah, you know, I, it's really something. And the garden is the yeah. only arena I really ever enjoyed doing, and I've never done it in the round. Jesus Christ! So having 
by the way, I got to go. It's Rich Voss. You got to leave? Can you give us yeah. five more minutes? Yes. We're t we started 20 minutes late yep. for some Sorry. reason. Sorry. Rich, I'm doing a hey, podcast with uh, Louis C.K. Can I call you back? Yeah, I'm just coming from a meeting and I'm furious. Uh, fucking old timers. I don't know what he's fucking talking about. Anyhow. <laughs> He's fucking it's I'm on camera. the podcast right now. You're on the podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? I, I'm on a podcast. Good. Fucking old timers. Go shut the fuck up. I'm not going to argue it because you're wrong. That's why they're not going to argue with me. He was fucking wrong. Who's an old timer? I was right. Are you talking about an AA meeting? Abraham Lincoln. Are you at an AA meeting? Yeah. You know, Louis said, no, I left. I just, Louis said, who's just, an old timer with Rich Voss? Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Louie who? Louie who? You're very old. You're very old. Anyways, I got questions very, for you. Very old. Let's get oh, to these questions, right. dude. Yeah, All right, go I, I, I'm going to show. I don't know why my phone was on. Apologize about that. All right, listen. We got questions from the fans. Okay. I've never seen him respond like this ever. Um, I'm going to let you read them, Max. I just have them here just in case you fuck them up. Okay. All right, go. I trust you, Max. All right. It's, uh, I'd love to hear about the editing of your special kill box. Did the incident with that lady or anything uh, make it a challenge to produce? Uh, well, uh, no, we just cut that out. The lady fell over and mostly we did two shows for Killbox. Bobby's special Killbox that's on my website, lewisck.com. Yeah, which killing. It's doing great. People buy it all the time. And the uh, we did two shows. In the first show, a lady passed out in the middle of the show. And the second show, this is which is your nightmare. Yeah, I lived yeah. your nightmare. Yeah, because when it happened, and then you just don't know what the fuck to do next. Well, I was nervous, anyways. Yeah, yeah. The first show was janky, and also we were in a yep. space that had never been used that way before. It was hot. So everybody, nobody was sure what would work. Yep. And then we ended up using the almost almost exclusively the second show. So yeah, the first show was. Oh, we just didn't need. We didn't need to edit it out really. But it was bad, and then it was terrible. Because when it happened, it, everything stopped. Yeah. And I had to restart. That's right. And I remember being off stage, seeing chairs on the stage. Yeah, because people were picking, taking up, picking up chairs and putting them on stage to clear space for this fucking Floridian who. <laughs> well, I remember. Just passed out. I remember I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm literally in my head, and you went. I looked at you, and you went, "We're good." Yeah, all good. And and and. And and it I got started again, yeah. And I went back on stage. I don't know what I said. You, you did a good job recovering. I don't know what did I a said. Good job. Was, I don't remember either, but it was all funny. We'll put someday. We'll clip it out and put it on you. We should clip out the, per, yeah. the the people that incident and put it up. We will. We will. And yeah. and I remember going back, but I remember going back into the room. Mm -hmm. Fucking, I crumbled. Yeah, I crumbled, and I don't crumble easy. No, you were upset. I was crying. I was very upset. I was upset, and you came in. You, your energy was different, though. You were like, "We that was great, man." Yeah, I knew that the show was going to be good. Can I ask you now that we're here? Yeah. Were you, were you coming in being good and positive to for me, or were you was that sincere? No, I thought the first show was solid, yeah. and I knew that the second show was going to be huge, yeah. right? Because I could, I could see that you, I could see what was going on with you. I knew you were upset. Yeah. I was surprised how upset you were because it was overall, it was a good show. If we had had to do the first show, yeah. we had it. We had a good version of it. And it was just really funny. It was just really good. And the, I mean, you crushed the first show. You really did. There was a weird energy because the fans weren't cooling you enough. Yeah. But it wasn't a big deal. Like, it wasn't a big deal at all. I was like, this is great. This is going great. It yeah. looks great. Yeah. We have another shot. 
Yeah. I peeked at the second show crowd. I could see the early show was like 6 p.m. or something. It was like super early. It was hot. It was yeah. too hot. And it was very, very early show feeling. Yeah. But I knew what was going on with you that you were like dis, 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 yeah. dissolving inside. Yeah. Because I've done <laughs> a good word. now 10 of these. I've just, I just shot my 10th special. So I know what it's like the first show. You just go, I'm nothing. I've got nothing. It's it. I shouldn't. I, I don't belong here. This mm -hmm. is the one. I, I Every first show. Yep. You go, I don't belong here. I shouldn't have come here. And this is, I'm humiliating myself. Mm -hmm. And then you got to read, you got to get, I mean, the first, I think I told you this that night, but the first time when I shot Chewed Up, the first show was so bad for, in my mind. Yeah. And I thought, I don't know how to get out of this. I had nobody to talk to. And then I remembered that I had a DVD in my bag of the movie about, um, called when we were kings about Muhammad Ali winning, yeah, in in the jungle. Oh yeah, that's Rumble true. Yeah. In the jungle. Yep. And I remember that the first round, he threw all these right hand leads, and Foreman just got angry and fucking hit him really hard. At there was a moment that Norman Mailer, the 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 journalist, describes against the back. You see Ali's in the corner, and he's like this, and yeah. he's breathing hard, and his eyes are watering, and he's like fuck. Like yeah. he's been saying he's going to do yeah. like, you know, and, and he's like describing what Ollie was feeling, which was like, here it is. You're here. Stupid. <laughs> now you're fucking here. What are you going to do? Now? You just threw 20 right hand leads that landed on this guy and you didn't hurt him. Yep. And what are you going to do? And do you have it in you to do what you thought, what you said you were going to do? Yep. And then he got out of the stool and he went to the crowd, Ali, boom, my, mm -hmm. and he clowned and he, and he won the, the fight. Yep. <clears throat> so I watched, I found a DVD player and I watched it between shows. Well, you gave me that. Just, you told me that one. You yeah. gave me three pep talks. Yeah. You gave me that one. Uh, I believe there was a, there might've been a JFK one. None of it. You gave me three pep talks. None of them worked. Yeah. And then you, you literally went on your phone yeah. and I was still holding my head and you went on your phone and you got the Tom Brady video. That's what it And was. you went like this. Yeah. Watch this. Yes. And, and it, it was, worked. And it was Tom Brady yep. talking about every time a great person wins a championship, yeah. he always contacts them if he knows them and says, great job. Yeah. And they always say the same thing. They say, that was really hard. That was really hard. Yeah. Like they don't go like, yeah, man, you I fucking kicked ass. Yeah. They, when they're talking to somebody who's been there, yeah. they go, that was really hard. Yeah. It hurt to do that yeah and he says that's what it's like when you're at the high levels when you're trying to do the great things and then brady yeah. sweet disney brady looks in the camera and goes it's fucking hard yeah that worked that one i literally got up yeah and i was like let's do this yes that's right well we, first yeah. you went like this yeah and you <laughs> meditate and your son was there oh i also shot eyes at your wife, like, get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him. Oh. I love Max so much. Yep. Let's get him to the hotel and give him some pizza. <laughs> yeah. So that daddy can do his job. Yep. And you went like this and there was chaos all around. Everywhere. And you were like this. And I, you know, you were a mountain and you were just went like this and you meditated. And I sat and I watched you meditate with all this crazy stuff around you. And I was like, wow, man. And then I would like learn that, learn from you in that moment. Yeah. Like, that's really something. Yeah. And you went and you found something. Yep. Yeah. And then you came out for the second show and 
just crisp, fucking perfect, perfect show. Yeah. Beginning to end. It was awesome. It was great. And and it's on your website. Yes. Which is pretty much a network now. Yeah. It's a platform. Um, you have time for one more question, one more and question. then we're going to wrap it up. One more question. This better be from, uh, where's the one from Lou? Ask from Lou, please. All right. Uh, you've directed such an uh, eclectic amalgamation of projects like Ice Cream, oh. Louie, Horace, and Pete, and now Killbox, also different. Do you have a favorite genre? Genre. Um, I like... Uh, I like black porn. That's good. <laughs> Is that what you're getting into next? Is that what you're going to start directing? start making porns. Black porn? just black people what are you gonna do next dude you're leaving this business for a year you said yeah you're doing this special you're doing the live live garden at the garden which people can get right, right there beautiful poster go to louisck.com buy it right now and then you, your your special is coming up but this is the last live performance yeah this is good. the last time you'll be able to see you live and then you're going away which fucking it sucks, but it's got to be done. I need a time. I need a year off at least. Yeah. What are you going to go do? I'm going to take a year off and decide whether to keep doing this. Like I want to, I would like to decide to keep doing stand up, but I'm just, I'm letting myself decide after a year. A year. Yeah. I'm going to say for now that I don't know that I'll ever do it again. Are you going to make a TV show? Um, I don't know. I've, I'd love to do a year just fucking just laying around. Although I really do have this work thing. I love to work. But I wrote a movie. I wrote a movie with my friend Dino Stamatopoulos. He's like one of my best buddies. He's okay. I wrote on Conan with him and Dana Carvey show and stuff. Even Letterman we wrote together. Yeah. But uh, we wrote this movie together that's really, really weird and interesting. It's a little bit horror. It's a little bit science fiction. It's a little bit really strange movie. And so we're going to try to put it, put the money together and shoot it. The last movie I made, I paid for it myself. Which is 4th of July. 4th uh, of July, which you're in. I'm in, it. in. Thanks, buddy. Great movie. Uh, but I can't keep doing that. I no. Can't. I got to get money elsewhere. But so we're going to try to make this movie. And either I'll shoot that this year or next. Yeah. That'll be the next thing I do, however long it takes to get it together. Movie. The movie. Or this year. If I can't get the movie made this year, I just won't do anything. Anything. He's going to chill out. Yeah, and I'll write. I like, I, I wrote, I started writing fiction a while ago, and I'm not good at it, but I'd like to devote a little more time to that. So you can be like a Stephen King type of dude. Sure. <laughs> I uh, I tell you what, man. Uh, my special was fucking uh, amazing, and I'm so glad you got your money back. Oh yeah, we made we doubled it. I'm so at least fucking happy. So far, so far every day. People buy it every day. It's it's so that was the scariest thing for me that you were gonna lose money on yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Were you nervous at all? No, I knew that. I knew. Well, I knew my fan base. They when I do stuff with other people, yeah. they're always like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> they're not that into it. Yeah. A few when I would see who samples it right away. Right. It's always like, "Oh, you guys really just want to see the specials." That's right. It. Yep. Um, but a decent amount of people because they know you. Yeah. But then you went and did all these podcasts yeah. and also word of mouth. It's a fucking strong special. Yeah. So it just keeps, I've seen it like, like it's had a few sprays. Right. Okay. And it keeps going and going. And there's a, every day a bunch of people buy it. So fucking great. that's on its own strength. So you'll be making money but while you sleep. That's right. While you're out there. That's money there. But you got to go check out this this uh, live from the garden. It's his last live show. We're calling it Back to the Garden. Back to the Garden. And I'm so happy 
I'm so happy you're doing it. And Same and here. and uh, we were at the garden at a fight a few months ago, That's and right. you, I remember you looking around. And I was like, what's up? And you're like, dude, I, I played here. Yeah, I used to, yeah. And you were like, fuck. Yeah. You're like, I'm at, I'm at a box. I didn't know I'd ever make it back there. And you didn't fucking know. did it. Yeah, it feels good. That's why I want to do I want to respect it and do that with this one time. But it is fun to try to share it with as many people as possible. Go out with a big fat bang. It's a big fat fucking bang. Yeah. And you'll come back on my show again before. Yeah. No, no, no. No, probably not. Great. This is the last time you'll see him here too. So no, they watch can't this. get the fucking cables. They stink. Yeah. They stink. Yeah. I love you, man. I love you too, Mike. And uh, congratulations. Yes. And uh that's it. That's uh, an unbelievable episode of, you know what, dude? I hope you enjoy it. I want you to go to comicwearables.com. Use code word ladybugs. Robert Kelly live. Uh, make sure you go there to find out all my dates. Subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube. Uh, uh, don't be stingy with your likes and your, and your subscriptions there. And, uh, and patreon.com slash Robert Kelly, where all this stuff goes first and live and you're in the chat. Uh, uh, we will do this again next week. We have another amazing guest next week. I'm not going to tell you who. I want to thank all my uh, Max. I want to thank uh, Mad Max. I want to thank Mush, Mike V. Suarez, at Mike V. Suarez, at Joke Russell's, Joe Russell. I want to thank Danny Social, uh, all the boys, the autistic boys who put this together, <laughs> who literally fucked it up. <laughs> I mean, almost, we could have had another half hour of content, but you missed out on that because they fucked it up. But we'll have a small talk after, a very polite talk, and I'll make them feel bad uh, internally. And hopefully one of them will hang themselves. Um, and that's about it, right, Mush? That's all we got. Yes. We'll see you guys next week. You know what, dude? Later. You've been listening to the YKWD Podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.